Hey, patrons, welcome to your podcast bonus episode for 296. Yeah, uh, this is an extended interview with Britt East. Um, ah, come on. The main interview is great if you didn't listen to it already. It's definitely worth checking out. And I have this tiny little fear that people are going to be like, oh, gay man's guide to life. This doesn't apply to me. I think everyone should listen to this. Um, it's such a good insight. I think if you're not a gay man, um, I think it's really interesting insight about that experience. Like I was listening to it again yesterday. Um, and I think it, it's really good. Anyway, if you're listening to this, you probably, and you're a listener to the podcast in general, I don't think you would have let that, um, make you feel like you weren't included in the audience, intended audience for that podcast. Maybe I worry about that too much. Um, so housekeeping stuff, there is still, um, what's the name of that site? I'm glad this is like the happy land, uh, discord, the happy land, meaning I, <laughs> I can be casual. Well, more casual. Uh, Discord server is still in action. I don't think a lot of you are on Discord, but it's linked with my um, Patreon. So you're automatically in there if you link your account to. Um, and there's a survey that I just put up because I want to upgrade, update some stuff on um, my Patreon. So if you're listening to this and you didn't see the post, please go to patreon.com slash Michael Heron, which you're there already, most likely. Um, and you can, what? <laughs> Maybe I need more coffee. You can fill out the survey. It really helped me to know what you all value here. And this place is really about you. So let me know. Um, that's quick. Da, da, da. Oh, and also I always want to make sure everyone knows that there is a way to subscribe to these bonus podcasts. Um, there's an RSS feed that you get as a patron. You have your own RSS feed. Um, that will automatically, you could subscribe to the audio from Patreon, or I also set up a special RSS feed from my website um, for these episodes as well. So there are a couple of ways to do it. It's easier than it sounds. All that talk about RSS feeds might sound a little disturbing. <laughs> if it does, just let me know. Please reach out to me. I would love to help you set it up if you want to easily listen to these podcasts. Okay, all of that said... Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you as always for being here. I hope you're all well in this pandemic world. And um, here's the extended interview with Britt. Hey, patrons, welcome to your bonus podcast. Britt East is here with me again. If you missed the main interview, go to MikeyPod.com. It's episode 296. Hello, Britt. Thanks for joining me here, too. Great to talk to you. Um, among the things that I really related to in your book was um, your description. Actually, I, I highlighted it. Let me see if I can. Um, wait, where did it go? Uh, you're talking about the outdoors being important and, and, mm. and the idea that you're also someone who has a tendency to enjoy <laughs> staying inside. Um, and you compared yourself to like a house cat. Um, yeah. which I relate to very well. And, and there have been times in my life when I have, like, for one reason or other, been <laughs> drawn outside and like, oh, this is kind of great. But it's not my tendency. So I kind of want to talk about that and why it's important to perhaps nudge oneself outdoors. Yeah. <laughs> but especially in regards to the pandemic. I've, I live alone um, and I was like, great. I could just have all my groceries delivered. I could work from home. I don't have to go out. 
and I didn't. <laughs> and like, you know, I didn't exercise for a couple months. And, you know, part of it, I think, was coping with the sort of trauma and the fear and the, and the um, mourning, you know, all of these things we had to deal with when the um, COVID pandemic really hit the United States. Um, but now it's kind of time to shift it and go back outside. So I, I guess that's a pretty broad thing. What are your thoughts on all of that? Yeah, I, I think I'm right there with you. I, I, you know, if it were not for all the death and the destruction, you know, this pandemic would be pretty damn cool mm-hmm. <laughs> for people like me. I, um, you know, I'm, I've got so much privilege and fortune that I've worked from home for years. And, you know, I, I almost have no impacts from the pandemic personally, um, which is, you know, people are suffering so much financially and physically. It just, you know, it feels horrible to say that, but that's, a, that's the truth. And, um, so I try to use it to, and to inspire myself, to kick myself in the butt, um, to be of greater service during this time when I might be getting more replenishment and others are suffering. So I, I think it's crucial that we continue to extend, push past our comfort zones, go to those places that scare us, um, you know, learn to ride that wave of uncertainty and uncomfortability. And for me, a lot of that means that I need to get outside, get outdoors. Um, I'm real comfortable and cozy in my tiny little house and I live largely in my head. And so there's, um, there's nothing more spiritual for me than being in the outdoors because I'm forced to reckon with my humanness. Mm. You're immediately flooded with all sorts of, um, you know, sensory, um, stimulation and irritants, in a good way. I, you know, when in doubt, I kind of try and follow irritation uh, as a spiritual practice. Um, and I think there's so many messages your body sends you through, you know, the, the means of irritation. And there's nothing more irritating than the outdoors. It's <laughs> 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 so it's really clarifying. It's like, oh, I'm hot, I'm cold, I'm thirsty, I'm hungry, I'm this, I'm that. And as you just forced it, you know, you think you're evolved, you think you've got things kind of together, and then you go hang out with your family or you go spend time in the outdoors, and then all of a sudden you're like back to a beginner's mind. It's really good practice. And again, remembering for me, it just fosters my sense of place in this world, which is so small and so fragile um, that it's immediately healing. I had the fortune to travel a lot all over the world, and there's almost nothing ugly in the natural world. I've looked. It's the ugly stuff is the stuff we've made. (laughs) And so um, there's so much beauty out there in all sorts of forms. You don't have to go to the Grand Canyon. It doesn't have to be some grand um, exploration, you know, even just going out in your backyard. I mean, most, most suburban you know, zones have green belts and, you know, outdoor spaces where you can at least get fresh air. I think it's really important to kind of stir the pot, stir the soul, um, get out there and, you know, push past those places where we feel safe, comfortable and easy. Mm. That the <laughs> no more irritating, no fewer, what was it? Fewer things are more irritating than being outside or <laughs> however you said that. It struck me so funny because I always think of myself as my, 
my parents got divorced when I was probably 10 or 11 and my dad was always trying to find things to do. You know, I lived with my mom to like take a, like, oh, we're going to do this. We're doing this outing. And the first time we went camping, I remember being like, what? We're going to like intentionally like sleep in a tent like outside. (laughs) Like there's no climate control. Like the whole thing just seemed so ridiculous to me. And, um, and, you know, some of those family stories, I mean, I don't know what's going on in your family, but some of those family stories have to do with, um, you know, kind of machismo and and um, um, trying to make men out of boys and all sorts of like subtle homophobic, misogynistic messages like that. They also bring a lot of family dynamics and just how families communicate and play into family programming. Um, you know, so they can be so it's like the the whole vacation, you know, drive across the country cliche, those things can be traumatic for all sorts of reasons. And then when you throw in a tent on top of it, it's just kind of <laughs> sadism. Oh. <laughs> and don't get me started on cooking on like a campfire. Oh Come on. Yeah. But the funny thing is I like in small doses. I like <laughs> camping. <laughs> The the thing that I love so much about your book, and I can't remember if I said this in the podcast, I'm sure I like, you know, acknowledge it somehow, is that a lot of this, the, the good reminder for me with all of your your points and, and your message in the book is that it's not about me. Like, it's not about me overcoming my uh, fear of going outside during a pandemic. For me, it's important that I do that so I can show up and be of service, be a part of the outside community. Um, it's a really good reminder for me. Yeah, I mean, the greatest gift we have is our message and our story. And nobody can tell it but us. And we tell it in all sorts of ways. We don't all have to write a book or, or um, produce a podcast. We tell it every day of our lives just by showing up and, and, and embodying our values. And that's our greatest gift. And we can only do that if we show up. Mm. And so, again, we have to, we're social creatures. As introverted as we might be, um, we are intrinsically social creatures. And so, we have to find ways to replenish, take care of ourselves, and then leave that behind and go have an adventure. Hmm. Yeah, there's so much is coming. Like, the, the pandemic really underlined and caused some of my challenges to flare up and it's been really interesting to see it happen um yeah for for a lot of these reasons and have that reminder like oh it's not it's not about me like none of it is so anyway yay um <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's perfect i think that's a perfect place for us to end our bonus conversation um again Great. the book is a gay man's guide to life Britt, thank you for joining me oh it's my pleasure thank you so much